Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Matthew. Today is episode 719, and we're looking at Matthew chapter 4, verses 12 to 17. Let's read the passage. When he heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew into Galilee. He left Nazareth and went to live in Capernaum by the sea, in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali. This was to fulfill what is spoken through the prophet Isaiah. Land of Zebulun, land of Naphtali, along the road by the sea beyond the Jordan. Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who live in darkness have seen a great light, and for those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. From then on, Jesus began to preach, Repent, because the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is the Gospel according to Matthew. Matthew's writing this gospel to explain why people should believe in Jesus as the Messiah. He's writing to a primarily Jewish audience, so he's using a lot of Old Testament quotes and imagery to bring the point that Jesus is the long-awaited Messiah. We've already had the birth narrative where he's laid out that Jesus is indeed the son of David, that Jesus has had a miraculous birth. Jesus is the king of the Jews. And he's gone through the the baptism of Jesus, where the voice from heaven says, This is my son. And we had the challenge to Jesus as the son of God in the temptation of Jesus. Now we actually begin the ministry of Jesus. Up to this point, Jesus has just kind of been there. But now we are actually going to begin the ministry of Jesus. So Matthew 4, verse 12. When he heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew into Galilee. Well, we'll get more detail on John the Baptist. Matthew 14 explains why John was arrested, but that's after John's already been executed. Matthew 11, John will send a message to Jesus from prison, but right now we just hear that John has been arrested. As will be explained in chapter 14 is that John's been baptizing along the Jordan, probably on the east side of the Jordan River, and that would be in the area probably of Perea. And that area was ruled by Herod Antipas, Herod the Tetrarch. And John had criticized Herod for taking his brother's wife as his own wife. Now, the wife was Herodias, and his brother was Herod Philip, not the same Philip as Philip the Tetrarch, but also known as Herod II. And Herod was concerned because John was a popular guy, and Herod was having his own political trouble, so he didn't want this criticism to go unchallenged. That's why he had John the Baptist arrested and then later executed, was to get rid of that criticism, because there was trouble. And trying to draw a family tree of this family is about impossible. Because Herod Antipas is a son of Herod the Great by Herod's wife, Malface. And he took the wife of Herod II, or Herod Philip, who was the son of Herod the Great by Maryam the second. So they're half-brothers. And Herodias is actually a half-niece to both of them. Because Herodias, her father was 
for Estabulus IV, who was another son of Herod the Great by Miriam I. And Estabulus, Herodias's father, had actually been one of the sons of Herod the Great that he had executed because he was afraid that he was going to try and usurp his throne. So Herodias is actually granddaughter of Herod the Great, and she is married to Herod II, her half-uncle, but then gets entangled with Herod Antipas, her other half-uncle, and, and that's what John the Baptist is criticizing. Now, Herod Antipas, his current wife, Phasaelus, she gets wind that Herod's planning to divorce her and replace her with Herodias, so she sneaks her way out of town and runs back to her father's kingdom. Her father is King Eratus of Nabulata, which is a little to the southeast of Herod Antipas's reign. And they're already having some border skirmishes. And because Herod has dissed his daughter, he actually steps up the war and actually have a full-blown war between Herea and Nabatea. And it doesn't go well for Herod. He gets a, takes a beating in this war. So all that's going on. And so he doesn't need John the Baptist criticizing him. So Jesus removes himself from that area where John the Baptist had been baptizing and moves down back into Galilee. Now, Herod Antipas is also the ruler of Galilee, but Jesus isn't a threat to him there. He's further away from the capital, and Jesus is not running around criticizing Herod. He's preaching the gospel. So he's not really a concern to Herod at that point in time. So Jesus withdrew into Galilee, and Galilee was his hometown, Nazareth. Verse 13, he left Nazareth and went to live in Capernaum by the sea in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali. So he was in Nazareth, that was his hometown. He went back there, but didn't stay there long and went to Capernaum. Capernaum is on is on the northwest coast of the Sea of Galilee. And so that's the way he says Capernaum by the sea. He's talking about the Sea of Galilee. And he uses an Old Testament language there for the Sea of Galilee. It's really a lake. The Sea of Galilee is like eight miles wide and 13 miles long. It's a lake. But it's called the Sea of Galilee. And it's in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali. Now, those are two of the 12 tribes of Israel. And when the land was given to the various tribes, when they moved into the promised land, mostly it was really in the area of Zebulun. But by New Testament times, it had been conquered by Assyria and resettled. And there were so many non-Jews there. It was very uncomfortable for Jews. And at some point during the Maccabean Revolt, most of the Jews had evacuated from that area. But then a few years later, they began to move back in. So the tribal lines, the tribal boundaries, really fairly meaningless at that time. So he says Zebulun and Naphtali because it's kind of a, a mushy area of both of them at that point in time. But he points out, this was in verse 14, this was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. And here he quotes from Isaiah 9, verses 1 and 2. 
land of Zebulon and land of Naphtali, along the road by the sea beyond the Jordan. Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who live in darkness have seen a great light, and for those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. Now, Isaiah's prophecy here is people living in a dark, rough place because Isaiah's prophecy is shortly before this area is conquered by Assyria and people are deported and others are brought in to resettle. And so it's a dark time. It's a rough time. And Isaiah's prophecy is for a future time of peace that would be impl implemented by God. So it's a, it's a prophecy of hope for them. And it's clearly a prophecy about the coming of Jesus from our perspective. While Matthew quotes verses 1 and 2 of Matthew 9, if you look down at verses 6 and 7, for a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will be on his shoulders. He'll be named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. The dominion will be vast, and his prosperity will never end. He will reign on the throne of David and, his, and over his kingdom to establish and sustain it with judgment and righteousness from now and on and forever. The zeal of the Lord of armies will accomplish this. So, okay, this is clearly a prophecy about the coming of Jesus. But that's not Matthew's point. Matthew's point here is this movement back into Galilee, specifically over to Capernaum, is to fulfill the prophecy of this related to Galilee. The rest of that, we'll get to that later on. But right now, it's specifically the movement from the Jordan where John is baptizing to Capernaum. That is to fulfill the location part of this prophecy. So it's Zebulon and Naphtali, that's the general area, the road by the sea, the Sea of Galilee, beyond the Jordan. My question there is, what's he mean by beyond the Jordan? I think maybe it's because Jesus had been on the east side of the Jordan where John was baptizing and now has moved across the Jordan into Galilee. Galilee of the Gentiles. Even at the time that Isaiah was prophesying, there were a lot of Gentiles who had settled into that area. It was becoming a very mixed area, losing its ethnicity. And so by the time of Jesus, that's still a, the case, is there's a lot of Gentiles that live in that area. And it's also a hint of the thrust of the gospel that it will go to the Gentile world. And the people who live in darkness, seeing a great light, shadow of death, a light is dawned. This is, from Isaiah's perspective, the coming son of David who will rule and bring peace. And obviously, that is Jesus. Then Matthew ends in verse 17 here in this section with, From then on Jesus began to preach, repent, because the kingdom of heaven has come near. Notice it's the same words as his introduction to John the Baptist. He was preaching, repent because the kingdom of heaven has come near. So it sounds like he's preaching the same thing as John the Baptist. Sort of in the same theme, but as we'll see, it's a very different message where John the Baptist is saying, there is one coming who will bring this to bear. And Jesus is saying, and I am the one who is bringing this. But here it's that Jesus is continuing this message of the kingdom of God is here. So this is the beginning of Jesus's actual ministry. 
And it's so much of it takes place in Galilee. And that's where you'll see some differences in order of events that are covered by multiple Gospels. And Matthew's point is not chronology. Matthew's point is thematic. It's a collection of events that are showing that Jesus is the Messiah, the one sent by God as prophesied by the Old Testament, the fulfillment of the Old Testament. So he's not looking to give a chronology. So from Matthew's perspective, most everything will take place in Galilee. Then he will move into Judea for the final, where the other Gospels have him coming and going back and forth because they're maybe a little more chronologically oriented. You've got to keep in mind what Matthew's point is. Jesus is the Messiah. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Matthew.